Twitter handle at religion of woke. So there's like 15,000 Haitians underneath a bridge on the border between Mexico and America. And I mean, you know, that's kind of crazy. I think the reason why I got in the news so much, though, is uh, there was a video of a Border Patrol agent, white, on a horse using the reins, you know, that you control the horse with to swap at uh, a Haitian migrant. And so some, some media outlets were like, that looks like a whip. I'm going to call that a whip. And so there was a lot of, uh, a lot of talk about um, agents on horsebacks using whips to try and turn back black Haitian immigrants. You know, so it was looking, looking like a scene out of some uh, anti-slavery movie. So my anti-woke take on that is that any media outlet that used the word whip, um, they were lying. They knew they were lying. You only have to watch the video for a couple seconds to see it's not a whip. I mean, I was like, is it, you know, I was expecting to see like an Indiana Jones style whip. I want to see how good these uh, Border Patrol agents were. Could they like, you know, flick a, the ash off your cigarette with their whips? But anyway, so it just, you know, it just takes a couple seconds to see it's not a whip. So every outlet that used the word whip is a lying outlet. You know, they don't care about the truth. They're not trying to inform their readers. They are whatever. They've gotten to the habit ever since, you know, since Trump, since George Floyd, they've gotten into the habit of lying if it will make the story get more clicks, if more woke people will click on their article or video. But so I think, you know, we're setting all sorts of records for, um, Hispanic migrants from the, what's it called, the Southern Triangle, which is uh, Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador, I think. Anyways, we've been setting all sorts of records uh, for immigrants moving to America since Biden became president. They, you know, I don't know, I guess correctly, thought that Biden would be easier on them, let them in a little easier, and so uh, as soon as he won, boom, they're coming in. And I imagine these are... Uh, good people they're gonna come to america uh you know raise their families you know be successful i mean it's gonna you know it's gonna destroy uh poor black men who won't be able to get jobs because all their jobs will be taken away by the immigrants but as far as the immigrants themselves I'm sure they're great talk about haitians for a second um and systemic racism so if you want to prove that systemic racism doesn't exist, one way to do that is to compare Haitian immigrants with American blacks. So, you know, they look the same. Haitians speak French, I think, so they even got that problem. And uh, whatever, they do, they do pretty good. They do pretty good here. And we don't know, maybe the bad Haitians stay home and only the good Haitians move to America. I don't know. But uh, from a distance, you can't tell them from an African-American, and yet they do better. So basically, it shows you that racism is not the cause. Something else is the cause. So what's going on with these 15,000 Haitians? Uh, I was listening to NPR, so there you go. Uh, trusted source. I mean, whatever. You know the truth is always less woke than what they say. So I mean, anything that isn't totally woke <laughs> that they say... You can take it to the bank. I mean, they're so freaking woke. 
I couldn't. Li- I stopped listening to them for well, ever since George Floyd. But now I'm starting to get back into it. They're they're kind of getting over their uh, cognitive dissonance and constant lying about systemic racism now. Anyways, these Haitians are not coming from Haiti, or at least lots of them. They left after the Haiti earthquake, like in 2010, or, you know, or soon thereafter. So these people have been living in South and Central America for like up to 11 years. So, you know, like our asylum rules, basically no one qualifies for asylum, but everyone gets to have a asylum court case and then you get to stay in America for whatever, you know. Come back in two years for your court case or whatever, but if you just don't show up for your court case, basically, you apply for asylum, they sit, they let you into America, they say, come back in a couple of years for your court case, you do not show up for the court case, and then there you are, you're a illegal immigrant who gets to make a nice life for yourself in America. So, that's what's going to happen with the Haitians also. But the Biden administration, right, they're like, they're doing everything they can to let in as many immigrants, you know, to do, I mean, not entirely open borders, but, you know, whatever. To open the borders up a lot more than they previously were, so they're doing that. But then they also, they know that that's not going to be popular, even amongst Democrats. Like, whatever. Black people do not support illegal immigration. Hispanic people do not support illegal immigration. Only, uh, you know college educated educated elite white people support that kind of immigration and they control the democratic party but the voters themselves don't want it so anyways the biden administration you know they keep saying oh we're you know don't come in and we're going to send you to haiti and so they have sent i don't know what like 100 i'm not sure of these numbers 100 people back to haiti on airplanes and i guess as far as the ones under the bridge um, if you're part of a family, then you're in. That's just automatically you're in. And if you're, a, I guess, a single man, well, they say they're going to send you back, but they probably won't. Apparently they have to, they've got some sort of system of airplanes that cannot handle this amount of people. So, you know, where are you going to wait? I mean, they'd have to build something like the equivalent of a, you know, 10,000 person prison or something to hold these people while you sent them back over a period of multiple years, or you just let them into America, and they've chosen the latter. Makes me wonder, like, say you got a family of Haitians, you know, maybe dad, mom, three kids. I mean, you know, you could sell each kid, not sell the kid into whatever. You could you could loan. You could loan out each kid, you know, for a thousand or however much money they got, ten thousand bucks. Um, to a single man, and then single man be like, oh, that's my kid. Like, okay, you're in, and then, you know, you give the kid back. Hopefully the kid doesn't get raped. But we'll just have to see what happens. They're not putting numbers on anything yet, um, because the numbers are not going to look good. My guess is maybe 90% of them get in, and 10% of them go back, which, whatever. That's just my guess. We'll see what happens. Okay, forgot to mention the, uh, the legal aspects of the fact that these people have been not living in Haiti. Now, there was a time after the earthquake that I think Haiti Haitians could apply for asylum and they would, and they would get it. I don't know. We got not that many. I mean, there must be millions of Haitians and there's like thousands or maybe tens of thousands of Haitians who got in under 
under the law. They're legitimate, uh, whatever. They're not illegal immigrants. But all that stuff, that ended a long time ago, and it was related to the earthquake. So Haitians living in, I guess Brazil is one of the big places they were living, which is, you know, that's, that's, the, that's one of the countries tied with America for least racist. But apparently it ain't good enough to want to stay in Brazil. Better to move to America. But anyways, the, uh, it's like, you know, I think if you come from Guatemala, Guatemala, you know, just being from Guatemala does not mean you qualify for asylum. But one of the rules of, so you wouldn't, you know, you're not going to get in from that, you know, if, whatever. Basically, none of them are going to qualify for asylum. But there's still some, I think there's a rule where you can be like, instantly say they don't qualify for asylum. And that's where, if you're coming from a nice country. So, you know, these Haitians are not coming from Haiti, which, you know, it's a little, well, maybe that's a, that country's so bad you should let them uh, qualify for asylum. They're coming from Brazil. And it's like, uh, Brazil is a nice country. I mean, you know, comparatively, that's a nice country. So, no, you, you know, you're, you're just an economic migrant. You're not uh, a refugee at all. And that's the same thing with, well, and it's a, whatever. There's a legal debate going on with someone, like, say someone comes from Guatemala and they walk across or whatever, get rides across Mexico and then come to America. Well, the thing is, is that Guatemala is considered to be a, sh whole country but mexico is considered to be quite nice so you know like hey you could have just stopped while you were in mexico and you're in a nice country basically you're not coming from a bad country you're coming from a nice country because you just walked through a nice country to get here on the other side of this river is a very nice country so if they ever do actually if they ever did actually start to prosecute these things based on the merits then that stuff would come into effect and you know maybe whatever you can't walk across mexico maybe you have to get a flight from guatemala maybe you have to maybe you have to come over the ocean maybe you have to get on a boat from guatemala and then land in america and be like i didn't come from that you know i came from a sh whole country i didn't i didn't go through a nice one but i mean currently they just let you in and then as long as you don't show up for your court case you're an american all right a little bit more about the legality um I guess because of COVID or something, Trump did something called Rule 42, which means that you can deport people based on medical, for medical reasons, and you don't have to go through the uh, super slow asylum system. And I will say, you know, who wants immigrants? It's rich people. So the people who control the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. Because, you know, if politicians wanted to, they could create a giant asylum court system that just, you know, gets you in and out in a day. And, you know, and if, and whatever, if people, if the Democrats really wanted to change stuff, they could change the rules. So you're in and out in a day and you're let in. I mean, currently you'd be in and out in a day and kicked out, but I mean, they could do whatever they want. But what they really want, rich people want, as many immigrants as they can get. And basically leaving stuff the same works that way. But so Trump was using Rule 42, using a medical exception to get rid of people, and apparently he used it 400,000 times. And Biden, less than a year in, he's used it 700,000 times already. And I know a lot more uh, illegal immigrants have come over, you know, whatever, per, per month or per year or whatever since Biden's taken over. So I think what's going on there is they just, you know, they're nicer, they just take you right across the river and drop you off and I think who knows you probably get caught 
five times in a single day or something until, ah, sixth time was a charm. And I guess I'll say, you know, like the wall. The wall was never going to work, but there is a thing that'll work, but you'll never hear anyone mention it. I don't think Donald Trump ever said the words E-Verify. E-Verify is a computer system that um, says you have to have a valid social security number to work in America. And it puts the onus on the employer to enforce that. Like, they got to look it up and make sure you're a real citizen to work. You know, if you've been here a while, you can, you can go underground. But, you know, if the employer can lose whatever, if their business can be taken away for employing illegal immigrants, then they're going to stop. Therefore, the jobs will stop. Therefore, the reason to move here, right? The reason to move here is you make 25 times more, you know, 25 times more money an hour in America than you do in Central America. So, you know, it's a no-brainer to move here. But anyways, that's why you, you never hear you never hear any politicians talking about E-Verify because they're all bought and sold by the rich people who want as many illegal immigrant immigrants for labor as they can get.